You don't need a coach for this one. Drink your goddamn water. Just drink it. <laughs> water is life, okay? The whole point of styling your life is so that you can show up and live the life that you want to live and feel the way that you want to feel, not the way that everyone else wants you to feel and not do all the things everyone else wants you to do. What's up, party people? Welcome back to the podcast. You know what they always say, like, starting is the hardest part. It's so true because every time I turn on the microphone, I'm like, what do I say? Like, I feel like I say something different every time because I don't have a fucking intro, so I don't know what to say. But anyways, we are back with part two of our mini series for styling your life. I got some really cool feedback on the first one, so thank you guys for reaching out. Um, It's awesome to hear from you, and it's awesome that my... Things that I fucking think are important resonate with other people. It's so, like, inspiring. So, anyways, I'm super excited about this second part of it. And to just, like, dig into kind of, like, the next layer. Like I said, this has taken a long time for me to kind of really wrap my head around. But I wanted to tell you what. Um, I had a very fucking exciting weekend. And I, and I mean that um, kind of sarcastically. But... I will talk about that more when the time is right. Um, but, you know, th- I got rocked to my core with some things that I thought I knew. And having this process in my life and being able to reground myself with styling my week after a weekend, um, that was just like a little, what I'm calling this period of my life is just personal development on steroids. So, I mean, I guess it's quarantine for everybody. But just all the things. Maybe I think the whole fucking planet is personal development on steroids right now. But anyways, my point was it was really good to get back home on Sunday and have this space with myself to sit down with my styling practice. And that, you know, I've really made it my own. So I really enjoy it now. But it felt really, really good. And it made me feel like, you know, I can do anything I want to do. And it's okay. So that being said, part two is all about energy leaks and identifying our energy leaks because, you know, now that we've prioritized, sorry, my bracelets are really loud. I'm going to take them off. Um, Now that we've kind of brain dumped, got all our shower thoughts together and we prioritize, we got to go through and really figure out how are we going to stick to all the things that we planned. But before we do that, I want to pull another card from the my Rebel Deck Oracle card set like I did on the last episode. And I will actually pull it right before I hop on to record because it makes me happy. And I think it's fun. And like I said, I'll share, share them on Instagram if I pull them in the morning. It just kind of depends on the mood. Um, for me, the Rebel Deck one is just funny as hell. So I just like it because it's like a little smack in the face. And sometimes I think we all need someone to just like call us out on our shit. So before we hop into our energy leak audit, it's so fucking funny to me, the one that I pulled because it's so relevant. And it's actually the my number one on my big five for the energy leak energy leak audit um or it relates to that so i think it's so funny so the rebel deck card that i pulled today was eat your fucking vegetables eat some shit made by mother nature and i just think that's hilarious because 
We're going to dive into the energy leak audit. It's a big five. Um, I love attaching numbers to things. because I love a checklist. I live in this weird space between constant like creative flow and on a path to always be myself and being hyper-organized with checklist and to-do list and notebooks. I'm a weirdo like that, but I love it. So number one on our big energy leak audit is food. Now, I am, I cannot even begin to give you food advice. This is still a piece that I struggle with all the time. I'm going to say this is probably like the last, not the last thing. I always need to master something. But I feel like right now, this is like one of the last things I just really feel like I've not got my fucking head wrapped around is food and like planning my food. And you guys have heard me talk about my mentor, um, Amanda Walker. She's really big into this. She's really big into helping you create balanced plates and food so you can live the life that you want to live. So she actually started doing like healthy habit work. You guys should def- absolutely go. Obviously, I love her. I work with her. Um, go check her on Instagram at a walk my way. But her whole thing is like she started out with healthy habits and about how those healthy healthy habits help you create and sustain the life that you want, right? And now she's helping me do podcasting coaching and just like all these other different things but at the core of it she firmly believes that you know food is your energy and if you're not fueling your body properly you're not gonna be able to show up and do those scary things so I'm definitely a firm believer of that it is number one on my list it is something I'm still struggling with and the oracle deck said we all need to eat our vegetables so You guys should go check her out for some inspo there, but maybe you have a better handle on it than I do. That's just something for me that I still struggle with. But the point for this, like styling your life project is you've got to plan your fucking food. You have to. And that's something I'm really, really learning the hard way. And especially in quarantine, because you feel like, well, my kitchen's right there. It's easy. I don't have to pack my lunch. Bullshit. Because what happens is if I don't plan the breaks in my workday, especially at home, I get too tired and I get exhausted. Then I'm past a point where I'm not thinking like strategically or, you know, creatively anymore. I'm feeling tired. I'm cranky. I'm snappy. Whatever it is. Then I've been working on days, so the second I step out into the house, my kids are going to ask me a question, right? Because they haven't seen me for a couple hours because I've been working from home. But if I've let myself get past the point of eating, then I'm snappy and I'm cranky. So I make sure, and I'm getting better at this, really, really scheduling, and this sounds so stupid, but I have a timer for this too, (laughs) setting and scheduling times where I'm going to take breaks for snacks and my lunch. And then obviously... You know, whatever your dietary restrictions are, I don't want to go into that because it's personal for everybody. But my point is like planning your food, make sure that you're writing it in your planner and that you're styling it in your week when you get your planner out, like especially for dinner. I feel like dinner is always where I would break down and lose my shit because it's the end of the day and I've either I've been really tired or overwhelmed all day and my, I'll just let my kids eat whatever they want and I will do the same right and a lot of times that's when I started to grab for like the comfort food or I'm eating my feelings or whatever that looks like so in regards to style in our lives I really like to take a section on my planner and block it off and then like write what my meals are for the week for dinner and lunch a lot of times it's leftovers or something I eat like the same thing for lunch all the time it's kind of boring And then to really kind of like schedule in those little breaks. And it's funny because we put so much like pressure and shit around this. 
But again, it's just about building that habit. And like, I can go grab a healthy snack now that I kind of know which ones I'm working with. It doesn't really take me longer than 10 minutes. So I can just like make sure if I have like breaks in between meetings to like block out those 30 minutes to make sure I'm eating and then come back and check my emails or whatever that looks like. So that's part of your energy, energy leak. Why can't I say it? Audit for this part of styling our life. Number two, you don't need a coach for this one. Drink your goddamn water. Just drink it. <laughs> water is life, okay? That one I'm actually like rock solid on. Um, I drink water constantly, like from the second I wake up to the second I go to bed. The only time I don't drink water is like sometimes if I feel like I'm getting bored in the afternoon or something and I might drink tea. But that one's a pretty basic one. And even on the days when I'm feeling like... I feel like I'm addicted to it. So <laughs> for me, it's almost like the easy non-negotiable one for me, even if I've had a bad day or I didn't move my body or I've been eating like crap, I still am pretty solid on my water, but I do track it in my planner. Um, the planner I use, I think I told you guys in the first episode is law of attraction planner, and it does have like a little tracker for water, but I'm pretty diligent about that, but I drink so much of it. It's not really a thing. All right, number three in our big five is movement. And this one is so, so important as well. Like I said, this is the big five. Moving your body, because when you move your body, you move your energy. So the whole point of styling your life is so that you can show up and live the life that you want to live and feel the way that you want to feel, not the way that everyone else wants you to feel and not do all the things everyone else wants you to do. So when I say move your body, like whatever that is for you, like link it up with your cycle, link it up with whatever's going on in your life, but move your freaking body. Okay. My husband and I, and I are like old people now. <laughs> we go walking around the neighborhood every morning, like, you know, the mall crowd, because like that's become such a rock solid part of my routine now in quarantine. Well, for one, that's important to me because I get to go outside and being outside is a really big one for me as well. But I've got to shift my energy like first thing in the morning. And then I, I try to, again, like on the snack breaks or lunch breaks, I usually tie in a little walk with those if I have the time in between meetings and stuff. But I'm usually pretty solid about it at lunch, too. It's such a big deal. But what I've noticed is I also enjoy really intense workouts as well, especially if I'm feeling real funky or like right now, the energy's super fucking he heavy as a collective. Really intense cardio workouts really, really help me like shift my body. And sometimes it's even just like dancing, just dancing by myself, jumping jacks, running, just moving my body like really fast. I really think it's key. Again, big five. But here's where we're going to start getting in to some of the shit. When I said last week, you know, we're going to look at this calendar and we have it all planned out exactly how we want to feel. But we all know that life happens and we all know that we do have certain responsibilities and things like that, that we can't just like throw off of our calendars. But this is why I said we had to make sure we're prioritizing ourselves after, you know, we've gotten all of our to-dos done and after we've gathered all the things that we want. But this is for me, the part that is the most important. Like I said, 
you know, what you're eating, your water, and your movement are key, obviously, and they're almost so basic that we let them slide. So I'm really, really trying to lean into them because he, even though they're so basic, they're basic for a reason because they are literally the fucking building blocks of everything. So not that this one is any more important, but number four is boundaries. And these, when I say boundaries here, I'm really thinking kind of like, the boundaries around other people and the boundaries around the mundane everyday tasks that we do and all the things that literally suck the fucking energy out of you whether that's time that you're investing mental energy that you're investing with someone or something or just the person boundaries with just being with that person they might like literally just suck your fucking mental energy out of you or you might not feel like you can show up in your authentic self around these people so what I've done here, and then this is something I kind of touched on it on my other episode on Monday, but this is where you got to get pretty honest with yourself and you've got to make a solid list of the things that just aren't working for you in your life that you feel like you want to put some boundaries around, right? So you've got all your um, shower thoughts together. You've collected all your notes. You've prioritized. Your planner looks pretty. You got all your pins out. Your yoga is scheduled. You're meditating every day. You're drinking your water. You're eating your broccoli. But you're like, am I actually really going to do this shit? Because now your needy friend calls you who's just like an energy leak or, you know, your family members asking you to move or you got a thousand birthday invitations from your fucking kids' classmates, which is a hard no for me. I do not let my kids go to every birthday party that they are invited to. I have a very solid, strict rule on this. They have a lot of cousins and you have like three heart, really tight friends. I mean, my kids are young. Like, when, yeah, when you go to high school or whatever and you're a little bit more mobile, fine. When I don't have to hang out at the bounce house, we can renegotiate this. But for right now, I have a hard no about blanket classroom birthday invites. So, like, that's just an example for me. But I had to get there. I had to be like, why are my weekends so busy, right? So sit with yourself. This is kind of like another brain dumping activity, but you need to like sit with yourself and like you've planned out your week, right? Like I said, we've got all those things lined up in our planner and it looks really pretty and we really know that if we could live this life the way that we want to, things would be fucking amazing. So now I want you to jot down like all the things that might potentially blow this schedule to shit (laughs) and I want you to jot those down and then I want you to put them into three different buckets and like I said this is what works for me come up with your own buckets maybe you have five buckets maybe you have one bucket maybe your life's perfect I don't know well I mean I know it's not but (laughs) just joking so how I do this is I lay everything out and then I have my three big buckets my three big buckets were delegate change or cancel and shift delegate is easy right is there things on here that either my kids and my husband can help me do or my partner are there things on here that I can outsource maybe a neighborhood kid can start cutting my grass you know maybe I'm gonna treat myself with a cleaning lady once a month whatever that looks like for you right what are the things that you can delegate and you could do this in your corporate career business and your personal life right I think this is a good task 
to kind of do and check in with yourself. I don't know, monthly, maybe quarterly. The second part on that list now is change or cancel. So what are the things that I'm doing every day? Like if I look at my schedule and I really want to go to yoga three days a week, what is it that I feel might be blocking me from that? If it's not a task I can delegate, then is it a task that can be done more efficiently? Or is it just a task that I feel like I have to always do because I've always done it? There's plenty of things that we could probably stop doing, but we've always done them and we feel like we have to right? But sometimes you have to move things around. And a big example of that for me was when my kids were younger, and this is way before quarantine, of we would always lay in bed for like 15 or 20 minutes in the morning and watch TV as a family. And it was super sacred to me. It still is, and especially those memories. But I was like, how can I change this? Because I need to work out. And I wasn't working out anymore because when I get home, that doesn't fit in, you know, my energy anymore. So we shifted that routine around a little bit. I took 10 extra minutes on top of those 15 or 20. I created a little workout routine. So I got my workout in in the morning. And then we created some really hard boundaries on making sure we had family time after work. Now we have family time all the time. So not a big deal. But it's little things like that. We've been doing that for so many years. I had a really hard time stepping up and saying like, hey, I need to make some shifts But I had to do it for me because my health and being able to create that space for me to move my body was a priority because if I would have let it go on for too long, I wouldn't have kept enjoying that space with them and I would have started showing up with a little bit of resentment starting to build because I didn't have any time and space for myself. And I had talked about that before back in like when you're creating your morning routines, you're going to have to put in some boundaries. And then the third bucket, so you've got all your energy leaks from like a boundary standpoint, and we're putting them in buckets. The third bucket I call shift, because there's probably some shit in there that you do that maybe you feel like someone else is creating that you need to create some mental boundaries around, or there's some people in your life that maybe cause some energy leaks for you and this is where your self-work and your mindset shift work comes in and you need to dig deep on you know what's the role that you play in that relationship what's the role that they play in that relationship and like where do you need to create those boundaries and these are the activities the people whatever that looks like for you that really suck your energy and you don't feel like you're You are your most authentic self when either you're engaging in those activities or you're hanging around those people. So those go in a little special bucket and there's a little bit more work to do there, but it's a really good way to like weed it out and kind of see why your life isn't progressing the way you want it to and why you're not reaching the goals that you want to. Like you have to really look at these parts of your boundaries and just say, is this helping me build my goals? Is it helping me build my dreams? If I hang out with this person, is it helping me build my relationships? Is it good for my health? You know, is this good for my personal growth? Like, just got to start asking yourself these questions. But if you spend this time with yourself and you really start investing in this life and you see it on paper, and the reason I did this second is because once you've laid out the life that you really think you want that will make you feel amazing on the inside, you'll have a little bit more clarity to where you need to create those boundaries and with who. 
And then once you have that plan, it'll be a little bit easier. It's never easy to do hard things, right? But hard things are usually the right things. It'll be a little bit easier to step in that space and say, hey, I need to create a boundary here with this activity or this person. And you'll have your why behind that. So it'll be a little bit easier for you. All right. Number five is your mind and your mindset. So we just touched on this a little bit, almost with all of these. And this kind of like wraps it up and puts it in a bow for me. So where your mind goes, your energy flows. I've talked about this a lot. You know, I've really been digging into like this manifesting idea. And I truly believe that your energy can create and destroy so many things. So I think it's super, super powerful. And this is why I do my Mindful Monday mantras. You know, I spend, uh, and I've said this before, I spend a lot of time investing in that, but and it's almost, not almost, it is selfish because that's literally what's going on with me. But I have learned that we're so connected and no matter what, like when I read a message that I write, I might have a certain thing in mind, but it still is relatable to everybody because whatever piece of a situation, like whatever quarantine feels like for you, whatever Black Lives Matter means for you, we're all dealing with it and processing it in a different way, but we all have relatively the same feelings or we're all experiencing the same emotions, whether that's grief, gratitude, overwhelm, hopefulness, whatever that is, right? So those mantras for me become really, really powerful. And then this is when I started to really do that mindset work. So when I start feeling overwhelmed or when I start doubting myself or the imposter syndrome kicks in or when the I don't know what the fuck to do or I'm going to fuck it up starts kicking in. This is when you got to pull out those mantras. This is when you got to really start paying attention to your self-talk and really shift those mindsets. Um, journaling's amazing for this. But, you know, if you are digging into this planner lifestyle and you're really, really planning your life and you're checking in with yourself every day, it's almost like a journaling practice in and of itself. You know, I kind of use that as my, my planner as like a check-in point. So it really kind of works out and you can start to pay attention to all of those thoughts and things like that. And now that you're doing the planner, this mindset shift piece should become a little bit easier because by creating this space that you want and by creating the activities that you do want to do, you're being very intentional. And every time I show up intentionally and every time I set all my timers and I really, really focus, like I really create the best things and I really best moments and I really feel the best. So those are my recommendations. So the big five, food, water, moving your goddamn body, boundaries, create them. They are self-care and mind where your mind goes, your energy blows. I hope that this has been super helpful to you. Now you can kind of see why I'm breaking it up into three parts because this it's really a lifestyle. Um, it's really a lifestyle for me. So I feel like I just like am throwing so much information at you. So I really kind of wanted to break it down into three mini series. But 
please don't be afraid to reach out, ask me any questions. Like I said, this is something that, you know, I was introduced in a mentoring program myself like over 10 months ago. And I'm just feeling like I'm getting to the point where, you know, I've kind of made it my own because you have to make it work for you and your life. You know, I got my own little pins and my own little sections of my planner that, you know, like work out for me and things like that. I'd be more than happy to kind of take pictures, share it with you guys. You just let me know what you need. And then next week on part three of this, um, I want to go a little bit deeper on some of the mindset stuff where we can layer in our core values and we can do see how that's playing out within our daily lifestyles. And then I would just want to talk about like really real life shit, like reprioritizing because we all know shit comes up. You can't just follow your planner perfectly and celebrating. You guys know I'm a really big proponent of celebrating ourselves. So until then... Make sure you're eating your fucking vegetables like the oracle said. And I can't wait to hear from you guys and check back in with you soon. Thanks so much for holding and creating this space with me today.